When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. What is going on? It is Wednesday, May the 15th. It is a special edition of The Daily Show. Uh, I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. We got Chris in with us today. Yeah. It's, it's kind of different. I think we're going to start doing this hopefully a couple of times a week. Uh, we'll, do it, we'll do it a little earlier in the day. Uh, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at GaryWCE. You can follow me at Chris B. Giannini. And you can follow the show at Winning Cures. You can also get us on Facebook, on YouTube, uh, any of your favorite podcast apps. That's Apple, Spotify, uh, uh, what's the other one? Google Podcast. I mean, you name it. Stitcher, TuneIn, whatever. We're on all of them. Go subscribe. Go leave some nice reviews. The show, is always, brought to you by BetNow.eu. Use promo code WINNING50. And they'll give you a 50% deposit bonus. Great online sports book. they got a great layout. they got great odds. Uh, go check it out for yourself. They've got some wonderful stuff over there. So betnow.eu. Use promo code WINNING50. On today's show, we're going to go over what happened in the NBA draft lottery last night. And then we're going to talk about uh, college football futures. So, and, and we're doing season win totals, early season games, uh, just all sorts of stuff, and and really just kind of give a rundown of what we're doing with our thousand dollars of, I guess, fictional money, but but we're actually going to spend on it, uh, <laughs> of of what we're going to do with this money uh, throughout the season. So, Chris, uh, let's talk about the NBA draft from last night, NBA draft lottery. A little surprising, obviously, we're in Memphis. Memphis jumps from number eight all the way up to number two. I was stunned. I think that we are built to believe now that good things are not going to happen for our franchise. And yet last night, I think we were put in the perfect position because, you know, if you get Zion, there's obviously questions of can he hold up. But then you got John Morant at two, so long as they don't screw it up by taking R.J. Barrett. Yes. Uh, how do you feel about it? I was, I was really excited last night. And then this is what's the sad state of being – a Memphis fan is, is all day today I began to poke holes in how this can, how we can mess this up. Um, <laughs> you, you didn't help my my skepticism by informing me of some of the new uh, management people that are coming on to the Memphis staff. Yeah, Zach, Zach Kleiman, the new GM, is uh, he having went a to relationship with 
with with RJ. So um, well, and the uh, and I forget the guy's name, but one of the executives that they brought in uh, is an executive for the Canadian national team, which is who RJ Barrett plays for as far as you know correct. national competition. And he's a Duke grad. Oh, yeah. that just makes me smile, doesn't it? <laughs> so I, I was super excited. I can't believe that New Orleans and Memphis got it. Um, I know that everyone's talking about, uh, you know, Zion's going to pull an Elway or an Eli and force his way out of New Orleans already. Hey, but before we get into the Zion thing, uh, forcing his yeah. way out, um, do you think – because everybody obviously was prepared to say that this is rigged because when the Lakers jumped up and the Knicks were still in the top four, before we knew what the fi- or the top four was going to be, everybody was immediately, oh my God, this is rigged. They're trying to put Zion with uh, uh, they're trying to put Zion with LeBron or they're trying to put you know the Knicks yeah. and, and it, it was just everybody immediately thought it right. This whole thing's That's rigged. Right. Do you think that the NBA? unrigged it specifically <laughs> like to give New Orleans and Memphis something so that people wouldn't say that they were rigged while still giving New York and LA a pick. So I don't I don't know that they give Memphis unrigged anything to, to try to help Memphis. I, I'm gonna tell you this there's the skeptics out there that are saying I mean the New Orleans Pelicans are still for sale. Like yeah. they're owned by a Saints franchise that really doesn't have an owner. The, the, the husband died and the wife is kind of trying to run both, but she really doesn't have anything to do with them at all. Yeah. And, and, and I think they are for sale. I, I think the league is like, Hey, all of these teams are worth a billion dollars. Now we need you guys to be worth a billion dollars. So, <laughs> I, so it wouldn't surprise me if they, if they tried to do a little chicanery to say, Hey man, we need to throw New Orleans a bone. I think they threw them a bone back in the day when they needed somebody to buy them. And they got somebody to buy them, and then all of a sudden they got Anthony Davis, and then now uh, they need somebody else to buy them, and then oh, you got another once in a generational player, um, <laughs> neither here nor there. Uh, so can we get into the yeah? Davis let's let's talk upset? about the Zion thing. Let's let's talk I'm, about uh, not Davis, but Zion. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't understand where he gets off just saying you know. Oh man, I really wanted to go play in New York. Okay, you had a fourteen percent well, chance of playing in New York. I don't York. know that he ever actually said his, his people have came out and said yeah. he wanted to go to New York. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if he wanted to play in a big city. Look, the way the new structure is, sorry, bro, you're you're a year too late. You, you yeah. could have came out any other year and and went to to the the draft lottery would have worked totally differently. Well, I but know now, that Colin Cowherd was saying earlier today that. If he's Zion, he goes back to school or he calls up Popovich and tells him he wants to play yeah. for the national team for a year and then come back into the draft. And, you know, just ended up, he basically saying, I don't want to go to New Orleans. It's a poorly run franchise. I'm going to, I'm going to Bo Jackson. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to hold out. Yeah. Um, but the other side of that, you know, Cowherd was talking about, you know, I saw Anthony Davis have to stay there for seven years. The rookie deals are not that long. No. Like, you don't have to if you want to take more money. Yeah, it's more enticing to stay in New Orleans, but after a few years, I think it's four years, isn't it? It's four year deals. So a- after four years, you can bounce, go yep, where you want to. Right. But they're all shorter, and, yeah. and they're for and they're for less money. Um, well, I guess because they are shorter. Yeah. But but it's just it's a it it's a crap move. I'm not a fan of it. I wasn't a fan of it when Eli did it. I understood why he did it. wasn't a fan of it when Elway did it. I understood, I guess. But Eric but Lindros I just, did it. 
Yeah, I, I'm not a. I'm just not a fan of these things happening. Now, so going back to the doom and gloom, things always work out badly for Memphis. Okay, so here was my first scenario. You informed me of this executive that is from Canada and a Duke grad, and he's got the ear of a bunch of people <laughs> saying, "Hey, I think we should take RJ over Jaw if things stay status quo." And I have been on record on this show during the tournament, during the season, saying, I think RJ is going to be a huge bust. I just think he is. I know that 11 months ago we all thought he was the number one player in the league. But then that means over an 11-month span, we watched him play basketball. I was like, hey, man, we, we all had that wrong. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think he's as good as he is. I've, I've been on record to say he'll never be the best player on a basketball team ever again. That, that, that he plays on. I, I just don't see him being that transcendent leader type player. He's, he's the, a the scorer. The first big shot that he ever hits in a hard, crucial moment, yeah. not in a blowing a team out by 30 kind of thing, in a real hard, crucial fourth quarter, last five minutes of a game that matters to win the game. It'll be the first time he's ever done that because yeah. he just didn't do it at Duke. He never put the team on his back. It took Zion having a Herculean effort every time for them to win games for them to beat central florida central florida it took zion being the biggest monster where was he he's (laughs) supposed to be the second best player in basketball where the hell was he that's you know what i'm curious what he had against central florida that's i'm i'm gonna check as we got access to a computer i don't that's i i got it i got it rj barrett let's see RJ, oh, see, I'm looking at basketball reference. Maybe that's not a good one. Here, no basketball you, reference should give you the tournament, right? It basketball it doesn't want to pull up. Uh, it doesn't want to pull up uh, RJ Barrett for some reason. Oh, that's so. Strange. But it's all good. I got the game summary. I'm pulling it up right now. Okay. Let's see. Box score says RJ Barrett had da, 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 16 points, and that's Zion had 32. From the guy that's supposed to be the first, the, the best player in all of college basketball, the number one pick in the draft 11 months ago. That's what I want from him. Yeah, 16 points. And Zion was going up against a monster, another monster, the only person that could physically equal him in physicality and the paint. Who's RJ getting guarded by? I mean, some hey. schmuck that nobody knows because he plays in Central Florida. RJ had 40 minutes. He would be playing somewhere else. He was 6 of 15 from the field, 2 of 3 from three-point range. He had, uh, let's see, eight rebounds, four assists, one steal, two turnovers. Uh, You know, I mean, it's it's numbers. But at the end of the day, like, this guy is a, a volume shooter. You know, Zion obviously had the most shots. He was 12 out of 24. Uh, but behind that, you know, six out of fifteen, not a great percentage, uh, especially when you shoot two out of three from three. Zion so, has a better in the in the world of where the NBA game's gone. Zion's shot a better three point percentage than him. That just can't happen. Yeah, that, that just cannot happen from the position that he is. Um, and and then the and then the other thing is is all the times that Zion was there or not there. Name one time RJ made another player on that team better. He doesn't then, assist. He doesn't pass the ball. He doesn't make anybody else get create shots. He's an ISO ball guy. If you're going to be an ISO ball guy, you better be LeBron good. You better be Allen well, Iverson good. And you, you better, better be, be able to hit some free throws. Good. Well, that's it. Yeah. Like, he's but, he's a 66% free throw shooter. 
the only guys that are playing super ISO ball today are the elite of the elite. Yeah. Nobody else plays that way because it gets shut down in the NBA. So his field goal percentage, 45%, not not terrible. No, 30, not terrible. About 31% from three, uh, but 66% from the free throw line. You know, average seven and a half rebounds a game. You know, for a six foot seven guy that weighs two hundred pounds, he's kind of lanky. And you know, at look, I he is Rudy Gay two to me. Like he's See, a volume I think Rudy shooter. Gay was a lot better than him. That's it, and he might be early but, in his early days. Those years with him and Powell in Memphis, Rudy Gay was was you know he was an all star level guy. I mean, he was in Memphis, so he didn't get the credit a lot. But but he he was a really good player. This guy. Rudy Gay was the best player on those teams. This guy will, will – there's not an NBA roster he can go to where he'll be the best player. Yeah. In four years, he still won't be the best player. Yeah, he I think uh, – just isn't good enough. I think you're right. He doesn't I think you're have right. the leadership ability. And if he does, then shame on him for the way he displayed all that and played at Duke. Yeah. Because yeah. all I can judge him on is what I've seen. So my other doomsday device, my other just fear completely is – the NCAA has decided, and, and I'm, I'm actually a fan of this, but there is rules now they've changed to where you can go through the draft combine, you can hire an agent, you can do all of the things all the way up until draft day. And even if you go to the draft, which Zion, this won't happen to him, and you don't get drafted, even after the draft, you can come back to college. My biggest fear is if Zion is that dead set, not playing in New Orleans, that he will go through everything, realize he is going to get the first pick. He doesn't want it, knows it'll be there next year, and decides to go back. And Memphis gets number two, and we are stuck again. We lose out on the opportunity to get Ja. The NBA Draft Combine is Thursday and Friday. It's in Chicago. That's why all those players were at the NBA Draft Lottery last night. Yep. So, Because there were a lot of people on Twitter going, why are all these players here? Like, what it, you know, this isn't so the, the NBA draft. starts next. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. So the combine starts in the same city just two days after. That's right. So, yeah. So they're, they get to go through that. And then I think, what is it? It's, you said it's 10 more days? No, no, no. It used to be 10 days after the draft combine. Now it's all the way up until the draft. And even for players that don't get drafted, you can go through the draft. If you don't get selected, you can go back to college. Which look, I think that's actually a good thing. I, I, I um, am too. I'm a I'm in fan of this rule, but this rule's first year. It's gonna screw Memphis. Yeah, that's Zion's that's kind of what all of this. We're gonna get up to draft day, and he's gonna say, "Guys, I made a mistake. I think I'm gonna go back to Duke." And, Boy, and be, Memphis is gonna be like, "We're just gonna be stuck holding the bag." Well, Number now, two you is remember anymore? You remember he got injured, so you gotta wonder. Like, would Nike be on board with this? Because obviously he's in cahoots with Nike. Uh, for Obviously there's no proof or whatever you want to call it. But he paid for, or Nike paid for Zion to go to Duke. That's right. Like, would we Zion be okay happened. with, with like, stopping we payments? We just know, yeah, we know how this thing works, and we know that happened. So. I, I don't know, like, it would absolutely floor me. If for some reason he was sent, uh, like he he didn't he's want to go the, to New Orleans, he's so just he the just only AA. Oh, you're talking about okay, yeah, him where he where he only wants to like he just wants to sit out a year. Yeah, 
you know, if I'm curious what Nike would do, like, would they would they pay for the family to to not have to, you know, like what what happens then? Like, obviously, well, I mean, what happens is basketball. We know these guys have a lot of money thrown at them, like insane level money. Yeah, uh, I don't think it kills them too bad. Uh, and then he just goes and he plays limited minutes in Duke and and he just tries to not get hurt. And then I think at tournament time, he plays balls out and he tries to win a title and then he tries it next year. I mean, I don't think that's outside of the realm of possibilities. I don't think that that is a zero chance of happening. I would, mean, I would, think you, would you predict it to happen? No, I don't think it's favorable to happen, but it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, the only other thing I can think of is, and what we can hope for if he's dead set on not going to, to uh, New Orleans, is he just tells people in New Orleans, look, you guys could get more assets than you've ever – literally, you could you could reload your team in four years if you trade me and Anthony Davis. Not obviously to the same team, but yeah. if, if you take the best deal you can get for AD and you take the best deal – like if I'm a GM, I think if – if I, my choices are having now, I, I think he's a transcendent player, and I think Anthony Davis is a transcendent player. But if my choices are both of these guys hating being here, and in four years they're both going to be gone, or in four years I'm going to have so many assets, I really could have the best team in the league. If I'm David Griffin, I, I I think I might look at the options of everybody send me the best package you got, somebody send me the best deal you got for AD, somebody send me the best deal you got for Zion. And and it's got to be a lot of picks. It's got to be unprotected picks, and there and some of these picks got to be late down the road because if you get AD, and and he goes to Boston, those picks aren't worth anything in the next three four years. Yeah, you know, no, you're right. So it's just one of those things where you've got to get some assets. I find it really funny. You and I kind of had some people back and forth on Twitter uh, talking about how you know, the Grizzlies could trade Conley and the pick or whatever, and we could get, like, Lonzo Ball back. Like, L.A. fans need to get over themselves. <laughs> Nobody wants your trash. Like, that's a garbage team without without LeBron. That's a garbage team. Nobody wants those dudes. You yeah. have nothing to offer. You got the fourth overall pick this year. Good luck getting something for it because nobody wants those guys. Nobody. Well, now that, that is something that could be made available in a package, right? You could trade – uh, with New Orleans, like New Orleans could end up with the numbers three and four picks along with a slew of young prospects, right? That's right. So that is something that could actually happen. I, I mean, it'd be interesting. I think the Knicks would give up a lot of stuff uh, to be able to get Zion. Like they, they had planned on that anyway, and I, I don't even know what the uh, what the Knicks roster is. But well, it's, it's bad, but if they had Zion to pair with – what they think is going to be KD and Kyrie. A, yeah. you need somebody like Zion because he's super cheap. If you think he can be a transcendent player, especially early, then he can contribute to the team without costing you a fortune because he's on a rookie deal. So, I mean, you got, uh, let's see, you got Dennis Smith Jr., you got Kevin Knox, you got. Uh, but Knox would probably be involved in any deal they do. Yeah, DeAndre Jordan, you know, Alonzo Trier, uh, and these are like. Rookie guys, Noah Vonley, like he's pretty good, uh, you know, and like it, none of it really fit well together. But you know, these are interesting prospects, and if you pair it with number three to get number right. one, yeah, that that might could make sense along with future picks, right? Correct. So if it matters that much, you could see New York jump up to number one, and then everybody's okay with everything. 
And then the Lakers, of course, coming in for AD. Um, I mean, yeah, that's that's something that could easily happen. So, you know, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibilities that the Knicks end up with number one and then the Pelicans end up with three and four. And then they just completely (laughs) rebuild their franchise in one season. Simmons... Uh, last night had a uh, live watch party for this whole thing, and when it was over with, he kind of kicked around the idea of what if, since Clutch and LeBron James and them kind of screw New Orleans so bad, what if it's easier and all the players for New Orleans are are a lot better? If you take the stars out, New Orleans role players, they're all better than than LA's role players. So just yeah. just better. And right now, LA might be the biggest laughing stock in all of basketball. What if LeBron was like, you know what? Let me just go down there. Let me just go there. And y'all move Zion to LA and he can deal with this shit show. And I can, I, me and AD can go, AD can, we'll, we'll just start like clutches, like second, you know, office in, in New Orleans. That'd and, be fun. Uh, and It'd now, now we're running back. Now we bring the party to the South and, and things are going good. Hey, but the, the only issue with that, of course, salary cap, right? Like salary cap is the biggest problem. I think there's no reason you wouldn't be able to fit it. You, everybody in salary can fit two stars. They don't have any other max players. No, but for the trade to work, like it would have to be at least somewhat equal. And no, you make the money work easily because I think a first round pick could be equal to anybody else's cap. A first round, you don't pick, have to make the money work. Let's like see. if you're the first overall pick, I think you could trade that straight up for almost any player in the league. Man, I don't know if that's right. I, I might be wrong. I really don't know the money rules to all of the the NBA stuff, the trades, but I, I don't think it'd be real hard to make it work because a first overall pick has to be have a have an a, like a crazy range value. Let's see. Like yeah. Kevin Love at one point in time was a max player, and and they traded Milwaukee traded a first overall pick straight up for Kevin Love. Yeah, no, you might be right. You might be right. So, like, I think the first year would be like eight million dollars. Let's see. Uh, let's now, see. Matt, oh, somebody easy, jumps but... in on YouTube. Said uh, L.A. was never about winning for LeBron. It's the middle ground between retirement and competing for championships is the only goal. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, that, uh, that sounds like purgatory, and I would never want to be there. Yeah, and if you're the Lakers, I mean, you just don't know what to do with that. I mean, like if Ryan I'm Genie Bus and Simmons hashed it out last night. I mean, they really are the biggest joke. They have taken they've taken the spot of the Knicks and the Grizzlies and Sacramento and and all the Charlotte and all these other places of being the biggest joke franchise in the league right now. No, you're 100 percent right. Now, you if they got eight right. and a, and and Vogels can can manage this thing, then they could. I mean, that would flip them quickly. But, I'll tell you this: we never, we didn't talk about that. Frank Vogel, I think, is a great basketball coach. I, I listen. This is a team that falls ass backwards into a gold mine. I yeah. mean, this really is. You slip and fell into casinos, and it was the best thing that could have happened to you. <laughs> you could have slipped and fell in a sizzler and got nothing, but you, you you fell on a gold mine. I agree. If I agree. LeBron lets him coach, I think I think he's a really really good. He's better than everybody else they talked to before him. I do think that it's uh, a little bit scary in that they they brought in Jason Kidd as an assistant. Nah, and if you're him right now. You're on TV. You're not coaching at all. This is this is a free three year deal. He's going to coach for one year, and if they kick him out the door, he's going to get paid for three. Ah, uh, yeah, 
Now you're right about that. He's going to go back to TV, and he's going to get two two checks instead of one. You are you are 100 percent right on that. Uh, do you want to go ahead and jump into the college football uh, yeah. gambling for 2019? I think we hashed that out about as well as we can. Yeah, I mean that's it. NBA uh, we, draft we stuff. We both are on the record. We're we're all in on Ja Morant. Yeah, we are all and in on Ja. Any other Memphis people that want to throw RJ under under our face, we're just going to punch him in the throat, right? Yeah, pretty much. You, you pretty just much. Kick him right in the penis. That's, uh, just, that's uh, our move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meta- metaphorically. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe legitimately. Maybe. I mean, maybe. It, it, let us get closer to the draft and see what's going on. No, As of right I, now, it'll be metaphorical. I watch these guys play basketball. I don't need to see underwear Olympics. To, to, to oh, no, no, no. I'm not talking about going through the combine or anything like that. I'm just, you know, make sure everything goes just fine up until the draft. And then on draft night, if anybody wants to argue with us, then I, actually I think, literal throat punch. Yeah. I think this guy is a superstar. I've been on record on this show as saying if I was a general manager, I b- – I think immediately Zion is going to be a better player. But if you told me my job depends on it, I have to hit on this pick no matter what, and it's got to be good for 10 years, I take Ja over. I take him number one. I would I would absolutely do the same thing. You and I, I, I talked I, about this I, I love at Samstown. Yeah, you remember this? Okay, I don't know. I don't remember if we did it on air or when, but no, no, no. We we just talked I about it talk, during I would the game. Take this kid. I yeah. would take this kid number one overall. I really believe in him. And he seems like such a good kid, too, man. He well, just he's, seems like he's everything you want in a player. Yeah, he makes everybody better. That's what I like about him. Zion is a freak, but you can only do so much from the center of power forward position. Well, and, he, and he's too short to play team. center. So, yeah. you know, and now obviously the game has changed, uh, so know. everybody I plays small ball. I watched play center, and he just looked big because he had a monster afro, but I don't know if he's being small. <laughs> bigger than Zion. <laughs> All right, let's jump into this uh, college football betting and whatnot. Uh, got some free money right here coming in. So, so this was uh, the solid verbal actually had this idea, and I thought, man, this is great because they they called theirs million dollar bets. Now we went through and got actual totals from DraftKings in New Jersey and from BetOnline.ag. Um, I don't believe that you can do it at BetNow.eu just yet, but that's coming. I so, don't remember the website I ended up using to get my team totals because the two you sent me didn't have all the teams. And so I Googled um, sports odds, and they they used somebody else, and I don't remember who they credited. So. Probably the Westgate. Westgate's got all of them up. It was an online book. It was an offshore book. Oh, was it? Okay. It was an offshore book. I just don't remember who Either it was. way, you can search for uh, right. the best lines. So we're just going to tell you what totals you need to take. And then go from there. I'm gonna get you what I got, and that's how I'm gonna do it. All right, that sounds good to me. I'll, how about this? We'll we'll swap off. You go one first because you got nine and I oh, got eight. That's right. Okay, I'll go in and start us off. Uh, you're not gonna like this one very much. Great. I'll go in and warn you. I've got Washington State under ten wins at minus one ten. So I put 150 bucks on that to win 136. If you look at Washington State schedule. Remember, they're losing Gardner Minshew. They got to bring in a third straight grad transfer quarterback. Uh, they, they obviously you're going to win early. New Mexico State, uh, Northern Colorado. Then they've got Houston. Then they got UCLA at home, but they play at Utah, at Arizona State, at Oregon, at Cal, Stanford, at Washington. You're telling me that they're going to win ten ball games when they play at Washington, at Cal, at Oregon, at Arizona State, at Utah. I mean. 
all I got to do is lose two and I push. So, yeah, I'm I'm all in on this. I think Washington State probably goes about nine and three like they usually do. They won ten games last year for the first time in forever. Uh, but I'm I'm going under the ten at minus one ten on this one. All right. So this is this is where you got to shop around, fellas. You just got to do it. I thought I, since you picked that one, I'm going to go down in the middle of my list here. I had to get the credit right so we could make sure there's no chicanery, there's no <laughs> no monkey business going on here. Bet online, bet online has Washington State at eight wins, and I'm going over the eight minus one ten. Okay, okay. Bucks, give me give me a dime on it. Give me a hundred dollars on Washington State over the eight. What? I, I cannot believe there are two legitimate sports books that you can make a bet right now, and they're two two game difference off. Let's see. You, so Washington State over eight, and what was your odds on it? It was, it was just basic minus one ten. Minus one ten. Okay. So, so the website that I found, I'm getting this from, is from sportsbettingdime.com, and they used bet online win totals all the way down. They had the teams, and then they had the lines. They had last year's record next to it. That is interesting. So I've got da, 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 da. there we go. NCAA football futures. Let's see. I've actually got them pulled up. Okay. But it doesn't have. Da, 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 da. It doesn't actually have the season win totals. I don't know. I am very curious. I can email you my link. That way, you know you know what I'm doing when we're done. Yeah, no, no, that's that's totally fine. Yeah, this one had so DraftKings in New Jersey had ten as the win total, and that's I crazy. thought that that was absolute highway robbery for the under on that. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think that that's legitimate. I've I've never in my life seen that's so that's what's weird is as I can't even. I mean, that's. The the double digit wins in college football are held for the elite of the elite program, yeah. or really good teams in garbage conferences. Back in the day, Boise State, you know, yeah. when they were competing for national championships, but they're in the Mountain West. Like double digit wins when you only play ten games, that's reserved for your Alabamas, your Ohio States, your Oklahomas, your Clemsons, your your Georgias, your your absolute elites. Yeah. Um. So. I'll, I'll, let's move on. We 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 got some some weird stuff going on there, and all right. We, so next one for me, uh, another weird number, I guess. Texas A and M. I'm going over seven and a half. It is minus one fifty two odds. So I put down a hundred to win sixty six. I fully believe in what Jimbo Fisher is doing. Yes, this is a crazy crazy um, schedule for him. Clemson and Georgia, and then the rest of the SEC yeah. West scares the hell out of me, but you know how high I am on this team. But seven and a half, like all it. they got to do is win eight. So they play at Clemson, they play at Georgia, yep. and they play at LSU, and they've also got Alabama at home. And Auburn at home. And they've got Auburn at home, they got South Carolina at home, they got Arkansas at Jerry World. Not um, worried about Arkansas. Yeah. I mean, I'm not worried about Arkansas, but look, I just got to get eight wins to go over seven and a half. Uh, yeah, give me that. I think they'll probably beat Auburn. I think the at LSU game is going to be a toss up. At Georgia, probably losing that. Probably losing Alabama. Probably I, I I look at them as maybe a nine and three or eight. You need and 14. them winning. 
You need them to win one of those Georgia, Auburn, uh, Georgia, Alabama. Georgia, Alabama, LSU, Auburn, uh, one of those. I, I, I think between Clemson, because they're always they're they're always capable of losing a game they're not supposed to. Yeah, I think you need to win one of Clemson, Georgia, Bama. Well, no, they they used to lose games that they were not supposed to, right? I yeah. think under Jimbo, things are a little bit different because I, the, right. I the recruiting the, is up. I was crazy high on them this year, and you were like, hey, pump the brakes. And I was like, why? I don't want to pump the brakes. And you're like, look at the schedule. <laughs> and then, then I, I pumped the brakes a little bit. And I, yeah, I once sad. you see the schedule, it's like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> and it gets rough fast. I mean, it's, yeah. not, it's not like end of the season grind. I mean, it you get hit quick. It's, yeah, All I mean, right. it's that. Now, the good thing is, none of these are like back to backs other than Georgia okay. and LSU. Yeah. Um, but at the beginning, it's Texas State at Clemson, Lamar, Auburn, Arkansas, Alabama, at Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Like, it's nothing right. is too crazy where it's just like a whole slew of, of backbreakers. But right. yeah, I'm still I'm going over seven and a half on that. So it's $100 to win 66. Yeah, it's really crap odds. But I, I have fully believe down, that, that I, they're going to win it. I scratched them off. Um, I'm going to go uh, – now I'm going to start back at the top and go with my best bet. My hey, how much money bet. did you have on Washington State? Just 100 Just 100 okay. I got, I got $200 bets, everything else 100 Made this easy math for myself. <laughs> Oklahoma, I got it 10.5 wins. Under is plus 140. That means they lose two games, this is over. <laughs> I think some teams in the Big 12 are better. I, I'm i very curious to see the Jalen Hurd effect of just can he take a team like Oklahoma go undefeated. And Lincoln Riley has had two transcendent quarterbacks back-to-back in two great seasons. Is he going to continue to just never lose football games as a head coach? I just think the odds are against them to lose two games. They could They could lose the Red River rivalry. Any year, that's just a rivalry game you could chalk up to just happening. They play LSU. I know it's in Austin. That's a tough game. They could lose Bedlam any year. That's a rivalry. I know they don't, and they're substantially better than Oklahoma State, but it wouldn't shock anyone. Yeah. And then you've got – now Now I am the Gary Patterson believer, but you've got TCU coming off one of the worst seasons in Gary Patterson's history. And he always just, typically bounces I back. I just have a feeling this is going to be one of those, thank you very much, I'm about to whoop your ass seasons. Yeah. All I need him to do is lose two games. Just don't go undefeated, you know? And I get plus 140 odds. Give me $200 on that. $200 on Oklahoma. That's my favorite bet out of all of them right there. Let's see. So they've, they've got uh, at UCLA, at Kansas, at Kansas State, at Baylor, at Oklahoma State. And then at home, they got TCU, Iowa State, West Virginia, Texas, and uh, Red River, and, and Texas Tech. And don't sleep on Iowa State either. Well, and, and don't TCU, don't sleep on Houston in the first game. Yeah, I'm curious to see what Houston looks like this year. That it'll be what? Oh no, this is the first year under Dana um, Hogerson. It might take him a little bit longer than yeah. Know, it, Matt Matt Miller months. jumped in and said uh, Oklahoma doesn't play LSU, Texas does. Yeah, we got That's that. Right. Sorry That's about right. that. I, I did get that. That's correct. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's thinking definitely about Texas. them playing Texas, and I thought they could lose that. Yeah, so they um, they can they can easily lose to Texas, and then just you just need one I just more. Just didn't lose two, and and I just don't think Lincoln Riley can continue to just never lose games. Yeah, just, no, I, I agree it just with you. Doesn't happen in the history of college football. I agree with you. All right, I'm going to go to the other side of the state. All right, 
I got Oklahoma State. The total is six. And going over is minus 110. I got 100 bucks on that to win 91. Oklahoma State uh, last year went seven and six, didn't look great. Uh, yeah, they got to replace uh, uh, Taylor Cornelius, the quarterback, but it, Mike Gundy does not have bad seasons in a, like all in a row. Like I think he, they hired Princeton's offensive coordinator. They're going to change things up a little bit, do stuff that people have not seen them do. I think they're going over the six wins. I, well, I think they can get at least seven easy. Here. That's one of my picks also. Minus one ten, hundred dollars. We're both on the Gundy train on that one. Yep. Exactly. Both on the Gundy train. All right. So let's see. You put a hundred bucks on that one too. Yes, sir. All right. Minus one ten, six six was the number. Yep. Same old thing. All right. Next for me, you're you're gonna laugh at this. Okay. Alabama over eleven. All right. It's plus 100. Uh, looking at the Alabama schedule, look, they got Duke, New Mexico State, at South Carolina, Southern Miss, Ole Miss, at Texas A&M, Tennessee, Arkansas, LSU, at Mississippi State, uh, Western Carolina, and at Auburn. Like, I don't believe in – like, at A&M could be the slip-up. At Auburn could be a slip-up. I don't see them losing both. I at least push with 11 wins. After that national championship beatdown, I think Saban has this bunch absolutely fired up. I think they go 12-0 and again. Uh, I think the best chance for a loss is after they are already 12-0 and in the SEC championship game against Georgia. All right. And so I've got 100 bucks to win – or no, I'm sorry, I have 150 bucks to win 150 So my next pick, my second best pick is my only other $200 bet. Nebraska. We both think Nebraska – we like Scott Frost, right? We're on the yeah. record of liking yeah. him. Yeah, we, we think he's a good coach. But but we don't think he's like the second coming of Jesus, though, right? No, no. We I, I think like, the hype train like was – They have national championship odds that are up there with, like, legit teams. Yeah. Okay? Their over-under <laughs> is eight. Their over-under is eight. I think that's high. I get plus 110. I think they're just going to go under it. I just so don't you're, know you're going they're going to be under much better eight? than six and six. Uh, seven and five, maybe. What? It, what is it? Plus one ten. Plus one ten. That is insane. So, so I'm getting I'm getting positive positive juice on that, and uh, and and I like the number of eight because I just don't see them going from a trash team to to a nine win team. All right. So you got it now. Did you say you had two hundred on that? Two two hundred two hundred. What was the other one you had two hundred on? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. I already wrote that down. Everything, everything else is going to be 100. Make okay. them this easy. So everything from here is 100. But Nebraska under eight at plus 110. You put 200 on it. Yes, sir. Whoo. All right. That, now, I, I'm curious about this. Uh, Nebraska. It didn't scare me at all. Well, Nebraska's schedule. It's going to be good. I think Wisconsin's going to be good. I love Iowa. They got to play Ohio State. Yeah. I mean, they, they got to play. Like, they got to play some dudes, and you can only lose four games to get to eight. So that means see. they only lose three games. All right, let's talk about Nebraska's schedule. South, uh, South Alabama at Colorado. That's, uh, not, that's not cakewalk. Yep, Northern Illinois. Uh, Illinois. Ohio State at home. Northwestern at home. At Minnesota. Indiana at home. At Purdue. Wisconsin. At Maryland. And then Iowa at home. The days of just chalking up W's when you're looking at your schedule and seeing Michigan, 
and and Purdue are are just over. They're just they're not there anymore. Those two boys can coach. All right, so who let's see if if they play as well as they did at the end of the season last year, they could okay. still feasibly lose to Colorado on the road. They could lose Wouldn't to surprise. Ohio State. Yes. They could lose to Northwestern even at home. Yes. They they could lose at Minnesota. PJ Fleck, yeah. I mean he pulls Fleck? out some wins. No. Uh, yeah. Indiana they could lose Purdue. Now nah, they're gonna win in Indiana. It, they, but probably they could lose Purdue at Purdue. That that could be a loss. Wisconsin no could question. be a loss yeah. at Maryland. Yeah. Maryland got playmakers, and then and then you got Iowa, which is always tough. I think they could lose eight games just as easily as they could win eight games. I mean, they lost eight last year. I, I just don't understand why it's so high. I really thought their over under was going to be six, maybe seven. I'd have stayed away from it when I saw it was eight, and you're getting positive juice. I just thought that's just ridiculous. Well, and and on top of that, Adrian Martinez gets hurt. Oh, it's over. It, it's over. No, if he goes down, yeah, you really are. I mean, Scott, you better lace them up because you're, they're not winning games if you're not. Yeah, no, you're right. You're My right. My second best play of the year. That's Let's it. see. Next one for me. Let's see. And I've already had two that were 150. Uh, I've got Clemson, same as Alabama, over 11 wins. Theirs is minus 139. Uh, their schedule is so ridiculous that I'm going over – and it's a hundred bucks to win seventy-two. So here is—I'll I'll read you their schedule: Georgia Tech to start off with, and obviously they're not going to lose that one. But no, Texas a re- A&M rebuild with a complete different offensive scheme. Yeah, Texas A&M at home at Syracuse, Charlotte at North Carolina, Florida State at Louisville, Boston College, Wofford at NC State, Wake Forest at South Carolina. They got two games back to back that are brutal, though. A and M and at Syracuse, and then at Syracuse, that Syracuse game is the ABC game of the week, and and it's that that's gonna be no joke. Yeah, no, you're right about that. I know we just like to talk up W's for these monsters, but that's that's not gonna be a joke. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. So Clemson, I've got them over the eleven. Who uh, who's your next one? My next one. I'm going back to the well from last year. I was kind of hoping people might have forgotten about it. I'll remind you if you didn't. Tennessee, seven wins. Going over, minus 115 is the juice. $100. Okay. I just think they're going to be a better team. I, I, I really do believe that Jeremy Pruitt's going to be a better coach. Their schedule is pretty soft. They don't play anybody out of conference. It's scary. They can roll off two or three easy Ws. So now they just got to get – Three SEC wins. They can't continue to lose to Vanderbilt. That should be a win. They won't continue to lose to Missouri. I don't know what Missouri is going to look like after losing Locke. Uh, you know, so because Locke was an was a transcendent quarterback. He was a yeah. really really good quarterback. Don't think that they just got those guys lined up behind him. So if you win all your non conference games and you win those two games, I got to have one. We don't know what. Kentucky's going to look like after last year. Are they going to get better? Are they going to fall back to the way a little bit? Um, they lose know. a ton of starters on on defense. On defense, that's right. Well, and they and they and lose potentially the best player that came out of football last year. Um, so it, it's just one of those deals where I think they can find seven wins, eight wins. I definitely don't think Florida is at a point where they're just going to beat Tennessee every year anymore. Um, Georgia's probably there, but but I don't know that Florida is. I don't know. That, I, I want South Carolina to be better. I don't know that they are. 
Um, I don't know who else they play from the West. I think they play Mississippi State. Oh, and they do. Yeah, they yeah play Mississippi State. State and they play this year. at at Neyland, so they can win that one. That's not a that's not a completely. They'll probably be favored in that game. I don't yeah. know. I mean, well, it depends so, on what they do early in the season. Obviously, that's right because that's like middle of the season. Yeah, give me seven minus one fifteen hundred bucks. I'm taking it. That's not bad. That's not bad. So I, I could believe that. Year, I was I, I was a little with Tennessee. I was a little scared of that one. Uh, you just brought up Mississippi State. I'm going Mississippi State under eight wins. They lost a ton of giant playmakers on defense. Defense is what won them a ton of games last year. Yes, I think the offense will improve. I don't know that it improves well enough. Uh, I've got them under eight at plus 140. Here is what we have to have or what I have to have happen. Uh, so they start out with Louisiana Lafayette, or just Louisiana, uh, Southern Miss, Kansas State, and then Kentucky all at home. So Kentucky, I'm going to count that as a uh, as a toss up because I was both about of them. Say, do you think it's a guarantee that they win all those games? I I think if they, if they lost one, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they lost one. Um, but then they do at Auburn, at Tennessee, LSU at home, at Texas A&M. At Arkansas and then Alabama. Yeah, they got a gauntlet there for a little bit. Yeah, and and even if you get the win at Auburn, like or or say you beat Kentucky, yeah, you're probably losing at Auburn the next week because I think the Kentucky game is going to be. Uh, they going to take uh, everything you got. It'll be a slobber knocker. Yeah, basically. So yeah, I mean, I I, I look for them to lose uh, five games this year. I'm not a huge Joe Moorhead believer, and I don't think that you are either. No. But it surprised me that under eight was actually plus 140. Even if I, they only lose four of these games and they surprised me with a couple of them, uh, you know, I I still push at eight. Yeah, so Mississippi State minus eight plus 140, one of my bets. I have made it clear I'm emotionally invested in the demise of Joe Moorhead. I think their <laughs> athletic director uh, made a huge mistake because of rushing a hire. He was desperate. He was thirsty. He yep. felt like he had to have a guy because early signing day was in two weeks, and I got to have my guy, and I got to have him now. And everybody interviewed, he begged him to take the job. Yep. Didn't even care how the interview went. Just begged him to take the damn job. And and three or four guys said no. Moorhead finally was like, yeah, I'll take it. I want to be a head coach. And in two weeks, he could have interviewed Neil Brown, and he could have interviewed Bill Clark. You know how I feel about those two guys. And – um and I, I just think they made an egregious mistake. Until until I'm proven otherwise, I'm going to work under an assumption they messed that up. It's not going to work out for them. This is going to go badly, and I'm betting on the under on state. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, uh, my next three are all going to be early season games, uh, none okay. of which are the first weekend. So I'll start off with, with this one. Saturday, September 7th, these are over at Bet Online. Mm-hmm. Um, Texas A&M plus 15 at Clemson. It's minus 115, so it's 100 bucks to win 87. That's a big number. That's a humongous number. Holy cow. Yeah, over two touchdowns. Yes, Clemson could theoretically beat them by more than two touchdowns. It's in Clemson, but I, I like this Texas A&M team. I think they felt like they let that one get away from them last year at home against Clemson. Did. They I absolutely think, did. Yeah, they will be fired up. They are returning basically everybody other than uh, one of their running backs. Yep. 
I mean, they they return everybody. Clemson does not on the defensive side of the football. Now, Clemson's offense, they're going to be clicking. But I think right. A&M's got a good enough defense to at least keep this game close. I could see Clemson winning this game by 10 points, maybe 13, 14 points. Sure. Uh, I would I would think a 10-point win, 31-21, somewhere around there. So I am going with A&M plus 15, uh, 100 bucks to win 87 on that one. That's a big number. Love it. Love yep. it. So the rest, oh, I'm still in the team totals. I got two more left. One, man, there's chaos going on in Gainesville. I don't know what's yep. going on, but but everybody's guy, Dan Mullins, he, he just losing recruits right and left. People throwing themselves into the transfer portal. Got to get out of here. Still people getting in trouble with Florida. The over-under is nine, and I got it at minus 100, which is pretty much an even bet, no juice. And uh, I'm taking the under. I just think there's going to be three losses on this team. And and and, and likely you know, four. It wouldn't surprise me if there's four or five. I mean, I think I think they're going to lose to Georgia. I think LSU is going to get some revenge from last year, and it's at Baton Rouge finally. And then, <laughs> and then you, you know, I, I don't know that you're guaranteed to beat South Carolina every year. I don't know that Tennessee can't beat you this year. I, I just – I'm not willing to say those – you're just impervious to losing to everybody else in your conference. And um, – I just think it's too high, and I think there's just too many bad karma things going on in Florida. Well, and Florida like also it. has to play Auburn the week before uh, at LSU at South Carolina. Well, Auburn's your other East team, uh, West team. Yeah. No, then they then they drew a tough draw this year. They they got what yep. LSU got last year in Georgia and Florida. And so, and then they've got uh, Vandy at home, which isn't always an easy one. Uh, at Missouri, uh, again, we no don't know what they're going to do. How to feel about Missouri and Kentucky this year? Yeah, I, I got no read on what those two teams are going to be. I think South Carolina is going to be better. I think Tennessee is going to be better. Yeah, I, uh, be I agree with you. Good as Kentucky was last year, I don't know the answer to that. But what uh, what were your odds on Florida? I, it's even. It was minus one hundred is what it was. So it's just an even. Okay, so just even to go under nine. Yes, sir. Not bad. And you got a hundred bucks on it. Yep. Da, da, da. Okay, I've got uh, next one up for me. Saturday, September fourteenth, Stanford minus two and a half at Central Florida. It's a minus one ten, so a hundred to win ninety one. Uh, look, UCF without that playmaker and going up against a really rugged defense. I like Stanford in this spot by less than a field goal. I think Stanford comes in, gets the win in Orlando. The types of seasons that they have had the last two years, they don't they don't continue. They don't last forever, especially at smaller schools like this. Josh Heupel in his second year, they lost some guys. Uh, we're not able to replace them with guys that were as talented. I think Central Florida is not going to be as good this season. And now they might be good enough to win the AAC again. But I think Stanford comes in and kind of shows them what big boy football is the way that LSU did. Uh, LSU, without a ton of their starters in the bowl game, still was able to handle them. Uh, I like Stanford minus the 2.5 here. Uh, again, it's 100 bucks to win 91 on that one. So I almost went the other way on that. I didn't pick any games, but I looked at it. And let me tell you why. One thing, this this might be very braggadocious, cocky of me. Stanford is not LSU. They're not nearly as big, strong, oh, fast, or physical. They're just not. The other thing, West Coast teams, Northern California teams, this is an early game in the season. 
it's going to be 110 degrees in Orlando with 150% humidity. I don't know that those boys are used to coming down and playing that stuff. Uh, they may not be. I, I, you see NFL teams, the New England Patriots, historically, in September and October, <clears throat> go down and play Miami and get their butts whipped when they're a better team than them. They're yeah. better at every point of the game. doesn't matter. They're pros, and they're still not in good enough shape to be able to handle humidity and heat like that. People always freak out about altitude, altitude, altitude. You guys never come below sea level. You just you just don't live in the world we live in where it's this hot and this humid and then try to do something physically draining and taxing on your body. It's it's incredibly hard. I want it really bad because I don't believe in the quarterback right now. Haven't seen enough. I know they lost a kid um, to the NFL and the running back. I, they, they, they're going to have to replace some guys, and I don't know that Hypo did that, which is what scared me off of it. But just the fact of saying this team's not going to be as good as the LSU team that they had to play, that was the last big boy team they had to play, I think that'll give them a little bit of encouragement and motivation. And then making them come play into the heat of Florida in September, I just don't know that that bodes well for, now, for Stanford. To go, to go along with you, uh, Stanford does play at USC the week before this, mm-hmm. so Ooh, that I mean that be, that yeah. could be difficult. But I don't think the US uh, USC is very good I, this year. I, I was just about to say I think we might give we might be giving USC a little more credit. Yeah, than, but that, but that is a big game every year. You know USC and Stanford. That's a rivalry. At least so. emotionally, it'll be hyped up. Yeah, you got anyway, that right. My last bet. Okay. <clears throat> Can't, can't have one. This is the only one where I lay heavy juice, but I like the number too much. I just liked it. Ohio State at 10 wins. Come on, man. First-year head coach, never done this before, just lost his quarterback, got to replace that guy, replacing defensive coordinator, replacing <clears throat> a lot of other big-time players on defense. And now I'm, the juice for under is minus 140. So this is the only heavy juice one I'm picking. But – um but I just – I can't help it. I think the number is too good. I think he's going to easily lose two games, and, and I get a push. And it wouldn't surprise me if they lose three. I think eventually they're going to fall to Michigan. Harbaugh is not going to get pushed around forever. We just know that the odds of big-time rivalry games eventually bounce the other way. And, uh, and, and yeah, I, I easily see two or three losses on their schedule outside of Michigan that could happen. Now, I'll tell you this. The schedule does set up really nicely for them. They don't uh, play a lot of people, but I think yeah. the Big Ten is – I just think the Big Ten's better. Now, they've, mean, got, I, they've got Florida Atlantic to start out with, so yeah. Lane Kiffin coming up there. Cincinnati that's, in Week 2. That's a tougher game than you think, though. Oh, I know it they is. They go I to know. Cincinnati for that, right? I mean, no, it's in Ohio still. Yes, but Ohio <laughs> like Ohio State still has the talent advantage. Oh, I know. Like, and and there's, it's going to be full of Ohio State people. Like, Yeah. Don't, let's, not, let's not get this confused. But. Uh at Indiana, and then Miami, Ohio. Then they play at Nebraska. Yep. They play Michigan State. See, that's a big game. And that's but it's at home. Uh, at Northwestern. So See, and we're and we're hoping, to, and that's one of those weeknight games. Yeah. Not Saturday games. It's a, it's a Friday home, night. Love yep. the home dog in those games. And we uh, now the only issue is that Ohio State has a week off before that. Nothing scares so, me. I, I mean, it doesn't scare me either. I, you and I will probably be at that game. We're hoping to be. Uh, and then they've got Wisconsin at home, Maryland at home, at Rutgers, Penn State at home, and then at Michigan. 
yeah, they have they have a lot of these tough games at home. But like D'Antonio, he knows how to go into Ohio State. Like he's not afraid oh, yeah. of playing them all at home. Like that I, I just Paul Chris, maybe, maybe not. Um, but uh but I think some of those teams going into Ohio State just aren't gonna be afraid. I think I think you might be right. I'm putting a lot of stock in our boys from Northwestern, though. Yeah, come on, come on down to Evanston. Let's go. <laughs> All right, my uh, my last bet: Saturday, September 14th, same day as Stanford UCF, Arizona State plus seven at Michigan State. It's minus 105, so 100 bucks to win 95. I like Arizona State to keep this game. Really close. I understand that they lose Manny Wilkins. They lose, you know, a, a bunch of guys. But Michigan State also losing some dudes. The revenge and, factor doesn't scare you? No. It, because what is revenge for Michigan State? What, winning by a field goal? Well, yeah, I mean, it's what Arizona State did last year. Um, yeah, but they, they lost to a team. And Michigan State was picked to be kind of like one of those borderline top ten teams. And they go on the road and they lose to a sub, – sub, Everyone just assumed a far inferior team. Well, I will. I will tell you this: uh, Arizona State actually had a better record than them last year. <laughs> I know that. I know but, that. Uh, when you but start yeah. the season off, you don't know that. It, agreed. 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 But it, the thing is, Michigan State has offensive problems. They still got right. offensive problems. They didn't bring in anybody new. They just kind of reshuffled. And if they do something new, that's great. But I tend to believe that they still have problems because of their personnel and everything else, and I think they're going to have trouble scoring a lot on Arizona State because Arizona State still has their defensive guys. Like They didn't lose a lot on the defensive side of the ball. They lost a lot on the offensive side. So I am thinking that Arizona this will be a low-scoring game. Seven points seems like a ton of points against yeah. Michigan State's offense. I think Herm finds a way to keep this game close. I think Michigan State probably wins by a field goal at the end. But even if they only win by six, even if they win by a touchdown, I still get a push. Uh, but Arizona State, I think, is the smart play here. You're probably you're probably right. I look, you you know how I feel about D'Antonio. <laughs> I know. All my, all my guys last year had such a bad season except for Leeds. Yeah. Well, and 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 oh, Coach O. Well, okay, but I'm talking about guys I've been in the tank with for years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Leeds, D'Antonio, before O was ever a quarterback, Leach, D'Antonio, and Patterson all – Leach carried the, the water for everybody. Now, you're right about that. So. You're right about that. <laughs> all right, so that's going to wrap it up. Uh, obviously, we'll have these up on the Gambling Picks page so you can follow along for the rest of the year. And we will do it again when we get closer to the season uh, when more of the average sports books, the regular sports books, have all of their numbers out. And the numbers are a little more stable because right now they're just kind of all over the place. But yep. if you're wanting to bet early, you want to get in, this is where you go to do it. Our picks will be up on the website. Chris, I think that's going to wrap it up, buddy. You got anything else you want to toss out there? That's it, man. Have a that's good one. wonderful. We're going to do this again next week. Uh, I think we're going to try and do two shows per week with you. And uh, and they may not be this long. We'll probably do them 30 minutes apiece. But, uh, but yeah, it'll be nice to get you in on the daily show and, and make it a little easier on everybody. Yep, I think we lost him. No, I'm here. Oh, you're still there. Okay, it yeah. froze up for a second. Oh, I don't know how it did that. <laughs> it it made it through the whole thing, and, and then it froze up. So, all right, go to betnow.eu. Use promo code WINNING50 to sign up. Uh, it's a great site. Go check it out for yourself. WINNING50 is the promo code, betnow.eu. You can see it down at the bottom of the screen right there. 
Uh, Chris, I think that's going to wrap it up, buddy. I will, uh, I will talk to you later on. See you, man. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.